Well, when it comes to all things security, a person who comes to mind immediately for us and who has been just so gracious to be with us on many occasions is Richard Steenen, who is with us right now on the phone. Richard, I was saying with Gary before that you're fresh off the red eye, and he said, that's an oxymoron. That's a contradiction in terms. (laughs) (laughs) As fresher than normal, all the bars were uh, too busy to up and get a beer, so <laughs> feeling pretty good. Oh, good, good. And I'll bet uh, you learned quite a bit at RSA. Yeah, I had uh, tons of meetings, probably about uh, 10 a day with various vendors and wow. people, movers and shakers in the world. It was quite fun. Tell people what RSA stands for. This was in San Francisco this past week. Yeah, so RSA, of course, is the security division of EMC, soon to be Dell. And uh, we refer to their conference as RSA Conference. It's actually a, kind of a se- separate business unit that manages mm-hmm. that. And it was formed uh, way back in the late 90s when encryption was on everybody's mind. And uh, RSA was just the uh, encryption company that had uh, um, patents on encryption. But since then, the show has evolved into the biggest trade show for security and uh-huh. security vendors in the world. Wow. I, I saw I did a little trivia. I don't know, Gary, do you know the names of the three men that are RSA? <laughs> no, I don't, That's actually. A, that, Richard, do you? Uh, let's see. Uh, Rivest is most well-known because he's still pretty active. That's the R. Uh-huh. Uh, good, good pop quiz there. Doesn't come to my mind right uh, now. That's all right. I would have to look I, it up myself, but I didn't realize that it was the names of the three men who developed the uh, algorithm, I believe, the security algorithm. You know, it's, it's funny. I've been to their offices <laughs> out in Massachusetts and uh, talk about security. You have you go through, <laughs> you, you're on a video camera coming up to the door. You have to badge in the first door. Then they airlock. Then it's the second door. Oh, wow. So I think they may have taken us through a different system just to make sure that we understood that uh, they were all about security. Gonna, yeah, it, it seemed overkill. We were just there to, <laughs> to have a you know have a meeting, but anyway. What, 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 uh, Richard, what were some of the major trends that you saw coming out of the security conference? Yeah, I'm always asked that because it, usually by the second or third day, there's a feel for um, a new trend or a new buzz. Uh, this time around, it feels like a continuation from the last two years. It all started with uh, a company called Mandiant, now FireEye, who published a report on Chinese hackers, and it began a whole movement of the industry to counter targeted attacks. So the wily hacker, you know, well-backed uh, professionals that try and steal information. Um, so this year, we're seeing a lot of threat intelligence and breach detection and security analytics. Mm. Uh, and it's surprising quite a few of those companies had different things four years ago, but they've pivoted to mm. this uh, new methodologies. Richard, does it look like we're, we're getting anywhere in terms of getting a, you know, in this foot race with the bad guys? Are, are we getting any better at, this, at, at anticipating some of the things that are happening, or are we, is it a constant game of catch-up? Uh, yeah, it's a constant game of catch-up, though all of the mundane types of attacks, we have all the tools... And we know how to deploy them. So we can pretty much stop all the noise today. Mm-hmm. Um, but it means that you've got to be determined to do so, and you have to invest quite a bit, as Gary knows very well. Um, and then it's only you know the most uh, highly targeted organizations, banks, uh, now hospitals, mm-hmm. 
um, who have to think even further ahead. But once you've deployed uh, any of these defenses and the attackers realize they're not getting through, they just up their game. When you say they up their game, what are some things you're seeing out there that are a part of that upping their game? Yeah, so uh, phishing attacks, for instance, uh, against any organization, they would just blast everybody uh, with, hey, click on this link or download this attachment. Um, but when that doesn't work, then they start using zero-day vulnerabilities so that you can't catch them with your antivirus. And then they'll, they'll actually steal the uh, CEO's email address and mm-hmm. send an email to the CFO saying, hey, I know it's Friday night, but I need to know how to do a wire transfer. Could you expedite this for me? Yeah. You know, so they, they're they really getting social about it. So well, it's yeah, more like yeah, a real it's person. Kind of spearfishing, right? Going after the sea yeah. level suites. We, yep. Yeah. I had heard a long, if it's spearfishing, but I heard one described today where they will go into LinkedIn and, you know, break in and get your information off of there about the other people in the business. And then, as you said, they'll say, this is the CFO to the CEO asking, you know, some... Yeah, they don't have to uh, break in. They just go in and... Yeah, it's just there. Yeah. It's just there. Yeah, exactly. You don't have and to they, break so they in. harvest the information. Yeah. And and the interesting part, spearfishing is when you go specifically after a big fish. Oh, right? okay, okay. So um, you can go after little fish, and you can do that in a lot of different ways, but spearfishing's after the sea level, guys, or, <laughs> or a big fish. I, you know, I want to talk about one thing, that Richard, that I saw come out this past weekend. It was a report from a company called BitGlass about mm-hmm. um, Project Cumulus, which I found fascinating, where they, ha- they apparently set up kind of a, a trap for people in the dark web to watch how they used information they had stolen and where they went f- from it, with it, rather. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you've heard of it or what your thoughts are on it um, and some of the findings that they came up with. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. So uh, they essentially were operating a uh, honeypot, um, but in addition to that, um, they used something that people are now calling breadcrumbs where you allow the attacker. So a typical honeypot is, you know, just a server out in the wild and it looks like it's vulnerable. So mm-hmm. hackers are, are, you know, test out their uh, exploits against it. They get in and you can tell by what files they're looking for, what they're after. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you deploy a honeypot, how do you get people to go there? Mm-hmm. And a new methodology is with breadcrumbs. So you actually expose credentials that look like they've, they've been stolen. Ah. And that's what BitGlass did in this experiment. They seeded uh, some forums with these stolen credentials, and then they watch and monitor because they're a cloud access security broker. So they're they're just like when you try and log in uh, at, at your office, you know, you go through an access control mechanism, mm-hmm. usually just Active Directory. Um, but in this case, they were just monitoring, and then they could see all the attempts to use those credentials to log in and see what they would do with them. And they found, I, I think they counted 1,400 yeah. separate attacks. 68% yep. of them were anonymized over the Tor network. And that's usually a pretty good sign that it's a bad actor if they're going to that extent. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, five of them within the first 24 hours that it was up, you know, you don't yep. have much time. Yeah. Yeah, it shows uh, how big the market is, uh, especially for credentials, people looking for credit card and banking information. You know, it's a vibrant uh, industry that a lot of people trading that information around. What I, what and I and there are okay. a lot more, um, they're, they're a lot better. The bad guys are a lot better at covering their tracks now because we've gotten a lot better at finding them. So now they're trying to cover their tracks more, right? 
They kind of going yeah. back and forth, uh, brinksmanship almost. Cal? So, Richard, uh, because I don't understand, is it strictly for learning and observation, or when you put a honeypot out there, is that a kind of an entrapment? Uh, it's who is it entrapment? No, well, can can you um, trap people? I think you're asking, right? No, yeah. I oh, want to go both ways. I, I can go you. both ways, actually. But I <laughs> yeah. was thinking, is that is that entrapment, or is it just basically just to learn? What they're looking for, so you can use it to fight against them. Most of the exactly. time, yeah. Exactly. Most you see their methodologies. Maybe you'll see an IP address if they're not of a Tor mm-hmm. network. And then you can add that. They call it security intelligence or threat intelligence. You know, add that to the list of things you look for on your own network. So if you ever see somebody connecting, or worse, logging in from that IP address, you know you probably have a problem. So I, it's, it's more like a reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. It's one of those missions. <laughs> yeah, Rick yeah, yeah. missions. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you, yeah. and you know, if you think about it, if a server is just sitting out there, it's not really entrapment because anybody who actually breaks into it is already breaking the breaking the law. Right? Right. You're not right. allowed to poke around in other people's computers. Right, exactly. So, <clears throat> I find it interesting, by the way, Richard, that uh, among the, the, the majority of where these percentage of where these things came from, 35% roughly came from Russia. <laughs> 16% yep. came from the U.S. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, well, we have met the enemy and they are us. <laughs> well, but it, that's where the last one came from. That's true. That's right? where the last one came so from. So your zombie or Richard, mine. we're going to let you uh, catch up on your sleep. Thanks so much for being with us. Richard Steed and our security expert. <laughs>